everybody, and welcome to Raised on the Diz. I'm your host, Nick. And this is only Ann. Hi, everyone. Believe it or not, this is episode 21, and we are talking Disney Genie Plus today. Disney Genie Plus is coming to Disney World and Disneyland on October 19th, which, as we're recording this on the 17th, is really just like 36 away. hours away. Yep. So it is coming quick. We have really been researching this. We, we Everything that we're giving you is, is, you know, as much information as we have, but nobody has tried uh, Disney Genie Plus. No regular guest has tried Disney Genie Plus unless they were part of some kind of preview. So we're going to do our best to explain what it is and give some recommendations. I think what we should do first, rolling in, is what what has come out since we did our previous episode on this, which mm-hmm. was just kind of like breaking news. Right. I think we should just give the attractions that are part of of Disney Genie Plus. Yeah. And so these attractions. Let's start with Magic Kingdom. Okay. So a little bit of explanation. So Disney Genie Plus guests will have the ability and you can buy this before your vacation. So let's say you want to do Disney Genie Plus every day you're at Magic Kingdom and you're at Magic Kingdom two days during your trip. So you're going to pay $15 per guest per day to -hmm. get Disney Genie Plus. And so the attractions that I am going to read off at Magic Kingdom are the attractions that you will be able to fast pass. You'll be able to get your first pass at 7 a.m. in the morning and then you'll be able to get subsequent passes after you pass through the queue of your first attraction. But you'll only be able to have one at a time. Mm-hmm. And then one thing that we learned, Zolian, is that you'll only be able to do each attraction one time. Right. So say that you go ahead and you purchase this, you know, this Disney Genie Plus, and, you know, you one of your passes is for, like, Pirates of the Caribbean. Like the former Fast Pass, I mean, you ride that one time, and that's it. So you don't get, like, unlimited rides um, you know, using that Genie Plus lane. Um, it's it's just the one time. And then there's another thing that you can purchase called Lightning Lane. And so this is going to have a price attached to it that is tied to individual attractions. There are two attractions at each park, and the price will vary based on time of year, crowd size, and a bunch of different factors. So what we're going to do is read down through the Genie Plus attractions first Mm -hmm. and then talk about the individual attractions you can buy. And then for each park, I think what we should do is say, would we do that Right. based on what different categories they're talking about here. Right. So this first list that you're reading down through for Magic Kingdom, these are the rides that you could get Genie Plus passes for paying that $15, $15 extra a, day. a ticket right, per so, person. So here okay. they are. Magic Kingdom includes Haunted Mansion, Jungle Cruise, Pirates of the Caribbean, Peter Pan's Flight, It's a Small World, Tomorrowland Speedway, Big Thunder Mountain, Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin, Splash Mountain, Dumbo the Flying Elephant, Mad Tea Party, The Magic Carpets of Aladdin, Mickey's Fill Our Magic, Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor, Barnstormer starring The Great Goofini, Under the Sea Journey of the Little Mermaid, and The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. So that's a lot of attractions. It is. Like, as you were reading those, I was, like, visualizing, like, where they were in the park. And, like, okay, I didn't hear Astro Orbiter or, like, the People Mover. There were a few maybe here or there that you didn't just read. But most of those. Hall of Presidents. Right. Country Bear Jamboree. Right. But most of those. But most of those are. Yeah. yeah. And I think there's enough there that if you do pay the $15 per day, that is something that's going to keep your family busy. Oh, yeah. For the entire day. I mean, those are the rides that I would say, 
and, and not that they're never like a walk on type of a ride because, you know, like we've, we've rode pirates a lot where it may say it's a 20 minute wait and we pretty much walk right onto it. Um, but you know, there are some rides included in that, depending on when you go, um, that you will certainly wait in line. They'll definitely be more busy. Even like Winnie the Pooh, I know the last time we went, we didn't even ride that ride because it was busy. So yeah. And I think for that reason, we've talked about this before we started recording. For that reason, we would recommend, at least for one of your Magic Kingdom days, if mm-hmm. you're going multiple times during your trip, that you purchase Disney Genie Plus for your party. Yeah. And I think, you know, it depends too. like, how often do you go? You know, are you traveling with people who have been to Disney before who have gotten to ride some of this stuff? Um, You know, if the answer is no, if this is kind of a once in a lifetime trip, or if you're going with a bunch of people that have never rode some of these rides, then it it would be disappointing, you know, to not get to ride, you know, a, a significant portion of those. And so I think it would definitely be worth it in that instance. And I would even recommend it for folks that take multiple trips to Disney each year. Let's say you're traveling at spring break. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you know, for most people, Magic Kingdom is the cornerstone to a Disney vacation. So this is the park above all parks that Mm -hmm. you are probably going to want to pay for Disney Genie Plus. Right. And if you're there, say it's spring break, this is going to give you the ability to guarantee that you're going to get on all of these rides. Right. And in theory, we don't know how it's going to work in practice. In theory, avoid the crowds. Right. Now, there is the lightning lane. So this is the individual rides that have a set price based on crowds and time of year. There are two in every park. And here, they are Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and Space Mountain. So these are like the hot rides. These like, are the hot rides, yes. These are the rides that pretty much regardless when you go they are going to have a significant wait time. And I know, especially for like mine train, I mean, we've been there several times and, and this year and you're waiting at least like 50 minutes. You're usually you're waiting 50 minutes. Yeah. You know, I, one thing I will say about Disney world this summer is from the time the Delta variant hit onward, mm-hmm. the crowds at Disney were very low. Mm-hmm. And so um, I don't think it's represent representative of the crowds that we're going to see moving forward. Right. Um, but I've got to say, I am not paying extra at Magic Kingdom to ride either of these rides. That's my opinion. What do you think? Yeah, I agree with that. And I, I you know, I, I'm i fine with Space Mountain. It's it's fine. Um, and I like the Mine Train. However, there are other, like, family-friendly coasters that I would pay for that's not the Mine Train. Like, the Mine Train is really cute and the theming is really great. But it's, in my opinion... It's not worth the extra, I don't know, nine bucks, 10 bucks, whatever it is that they set it at. You know. Whatever it is for that time of year. Right. I and, don't know if it's worth level. It's so quick. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's over. And I just I, I agree with you. Unless I was traveling with like a young kid who was really into it, you know, and like into Snow White and everything, then I would go ahead and do it for them. But I just going myself, I probably wouldn't. And I think that is a great opportunity to bring up a a good point. Mm -hmm. Um, If you have certain people in your party that really have their heart set on doing the mine train ride, then they can just purchase that individually. Yeah. So that's cool. I, you know, I like that. And, and like I said before about, you know, maybe these once in a lifetime trips for people, you know, like maybe, yeah, maybe they don't need to spend, you know, the $15 per person per day to, to ride all that stuff because, you know, there are a lot of those attractions that you mentioned on that initial list that do move quickly. Um, but yeah, like if, you know, if you're going and there are those hot rides that you really, really have your heart set on and you know that, hey, I'm not going to be back here for a while, then yeah, I mean, it 
it may absolutely be worth it for you. But for us, we are a yes on Genie Plus uh, for Magic Kingdom and a no on the extra Lightning Lane rides. Right. So let's go over to Epcot. Okay. I'm going to read over the Disney Genie Plus attractions first, and then we'll talk about the individual attractions on their own. Okay. Here are the Genie Plus attractions. Test Track, Living with the Land, Soarin' Around the World, Spaceship Earth, The Seas with Nemo and Friends, Turtle Talk with Crush, Journey into Imagination with Figment, and Disney and Pixar Short Film Festival. Not a lot of attractions there. Mm-mm. I am a solid no Mm-mm. on Disney Genie Plus at all times in <laughs> Epcot. I love Epcot. Right, well, There's yeah. not a lot of meat on the bone here. No, I mean, Epcot, and I know we've, we've talked about Epcot before. It's a beautiful park, and there's a lot of great things. You know, there, there, there are great things there, but... Is it worth $15 extra a day per person to ride the things that you mentioned on that list? No. I mean, I remember like living with the land. I mean, there's never a wait. It's a two minute wait, folks. <laughs> living with the land. And it's great, but it's a two minute wait. Right. And I mean, even for like Soren or Test Track, like I would say those are like the hot item, you know, the hot rides. It, typically, the wait isn't even that long. Ever. Every time we went to Soren mm-hmm. um, on the past four trips that we've been to Disney World, our wait has not been more than 20 minutes. So you really have to look at history um, as far as this list is concerned and whether you're talking about attractions that have any kind of a wait. The only thing on this list that has any kind of a significant wait all the time is Test Track. So I, I really strongly do not recommend folks paying $15 a day for a Disney Genie Plus. This is a great way to save money. Right. Is Frozen on that list or no? Well, we're getting there. Okay. So let's talk about the individual Lightning Lane attractions. These are the attractions that you're going to pay extra for if you so choose. Mm -hmm. Uh, A price that is set based on crowds and time of year. Frozen Ever After, which is one that always has a long wait. Mm -hmm. And a new one, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. So are you doing either one of these attractions paying extra for them? Yes. Which one? Um, well, I really want to ride Remy's and it's new. And so, I mean, let's face it, the lines are going to be crazy uh, there, I would say, for a while. Um, Frozen also, I, I would probably pay to do Frozen just because this is one of those rides and you're shaking your head at me. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm not I'm not paying extra for Frozen. But, We've, I like Frozen. We've done it enough, I feel. Um, but I don't want to talk over you either. Right. But this is like, you know, this is one of those rides like Remy's that like everyone in your party can ride you know what i mean and like i know we're getting to the point with our family that i mean carter is getting old enough to ride stuff like test track and soren and everything so that's really isn't so much of an issue with us at this park but if you are traveling with young kids you know like tiny children um you know those two are rides that they could they could ride and so everyone can ride together so i personally depending on the price we're, we're not sure about that you know depending on time of year i would say i would be okay Paying extra for those if I if I really wanted to ride. Them. So I'm going to give you my thoughts, and it's not a flat no, um, okay. as I as I led with. Okay. Um, I would potentially be a yes on mm-hmm. Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, but I would try something else first. This ride has a virtual queue that oh, opens at seven yeah. o'clock in the morning, Wrote just like Star Wars: Rise of the Resistance. Yeah. So I'm going to take my chances using the tips that we've given the folks here on Raised on the Diz on that virtual queue and try to get in that for free. Mm-hmm. And then maybe I would consider paying extra. Um, now, I don't think that these rides are going to hang around here in this 
primo category for a long time. Mm-hmm. Because coming up in 2022 is Guardians of the Galaxy right. Cosmic Rewind, which is going to be absolutely huge. So that is going to be here. Um, I don't know of anything else that is coming to Epcot that's going to bump out Frozen. So I think where we're going to end up is Cosmic Rewind and Frozen as these top two, or maybe maybe Cosmic Rewind and Remy's, but it's going to be two out of those three. See, I could see them. I could see Cosmic Rewind and Remy's just because it's new. You know, and so it's going to be the thing that like everyone's going to be really interested in because it's the new it's the new ride. Frozen's been around for a while. So I bet, you know, Cosmic Rewind will probably bump Frozen. That's my prediction. So to recap on Epcot, we are a solid no on Disney Genie Plus. Do not pay fifteen dollars. Uh, extra a day per person to fast pass these rides. They're not worth it. They're great, but they're not worth it. Mm -hmm. And we're mixed on paying for individual attractions. I think it would be based on whether you've ridden these new ones or not. But when Cosmic Rewind comes out, I will pay to get on Cosmic (laughs) Rewind. I would imagine they'll probably have a virtual queue since that's how they've been handling new rides. Um, So I would take the same approach that I'm going to take with Remy's. Mm -hmm. But I am... I am so excited for Cosmic Rewind. That is my most anticipated attraction at Disney for a very long time. I'm really excited for that and the Tron coaster. I was going to say, Kingdom. even more so than Tron? Even more so than Tron, because I like a good story. Yeah. I don't think that Tron is as story-driven as Cosmic Rewind. Yeah. Um, and I love Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, yeah. I love the irreverent humor and the classic rock music. Right. And I think it's going to be really good. Plus, I've heard really great things. Uh, about the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy uh, redesign of Tower of Terror out in Disneyland. Mm -hmm. So I'm super excited about that. But I will definitely pay uh, extra for that. Even even if nobody else is doing it with me, I'm going to pay (laughs) extra for that. But um, let's talk about Hollywood Studios. Okay. So um, we'll start with the Disney Genie Plus attractions in Hollywood Studios, and then we'll hop on over to the things that you can pay extra for. So this is what you get for $15 per person per day. Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, which is a hot one. Uh-huh. Rock and Roller Coaster, also long lines. You can see where I'm going with this, right? Slinky Dog Dash, long lines. Uh-huh. Tower of Terror has long lines all the time. Star Tours, the adventure continues. Not a lot of long lines there. Toy Story Mania can have long lines. It's included here. Uh-huh. Alien Swirling Saucers, another one in Toy Story Land. For the first time in forever, a Frozen sing-along celebration. Beauty and the Beast live on stage. Muppet Vision 3D. Disney Junior Dance Party, and Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular. Um, Maybe even more than Magic Kingdom, I'm 100% yes on uh, Genie Plus here. Yeah, me too. Um, I now you know I'm, and I know I've said this before, but I'm not a roller coaster person, like a, a major roller. Like, so, like rock and roller coaster isn't my thing. Tower of Terror, I don't like drop rides. That's not my thing. However. I absolutely love Toy Story Land and I love, love, love Slinky Dog. And so I would pay the $15 just to be able to ride Slinky. Um, And some of those shows that you mentioned, I feel like those are things that could possibly get overlooked. Like the Frozen show is amazing. Um, The Beauty and the Beast show is great. And I I still love Indiana Jones. What are you getting for your $15 there, though? See, the shows I don't get. Really? See, I think they're good. I mean, but but you're going to get into those regardless. Right. We're going to have to see how that works. Right. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. To me, that just sounds like, you know, I would get my money's worth out of the 15 because like maybe I said, preferred um, seating or something. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. I don't know. There might, maybe there's like a park. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, 
or me. Yeah, I don't know. But like, you know, I'm not like I said, I'm not a Tower of Terror person. I'm not a rock and roller coaster. But that other stuff all makes up for it. But if you're talking about value, there's more value here than Magic Kingdom. No, no doubt, because you're talking about hour long waits for both Tower and Tower of Terror. Um, Millennium Falcon. Rock and Roller Coaster, Millennium Falcon, yeah. Slinky Dog. They all have hour long waits. So the value is higher here mm-hmm. than any other park. Um, I mean, Disney Genie, in my opinion, was made for Hollywood Studios because yeah. I think that's the the overwhelming thing. I mean, there's a lot to do in Hollywood Studios, but everything has a really long wait mm-hmm. on busy days. I mean, this is like a get out of jail free card, in my opinion. Right. Um, I love Disney Genie for this park. Now, let's talk about the individual attractions. Okay. One is um, one that we've talked about a lot on the podcast, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, which mm-hmm. was virtual queue for the longest time, mm-hmm. now has a standby line. I think there'll be a lot of folks excited about that one. And then another favorite of ours, Mickey and Minnie's mm-hmm. Runaway Railway. Um, so those are the two. I'm out on these, which is surprising based on my exuberance for Disney Genie Plus at Hollywood Studios otherwise. But I'm not paying for either one of these rides. Just basically because... Um, I've done Rise of the Resistance before, mm-hmm. and Mickey and Minnie's is an interesting choice for Lightning Lane, in my opinion, for this yeah, part. Yeah, I agree with that. Because Slinky Dog has longer waits. Right. Tower of Terror often has longer waits, and Rock and Roller Coaster also has longer waits. Mickey and Minnie's is not only usually shorter, mm-hmm. but it moves quicker. Yeah, I agree with that. And I love Mickey and Minnie's. I mean, I would wait in line, you know, just a regular line to ride that um, because it is so good. But, I, you know, I agree with that. It's kind of strange. I'm guessing because it's just newer and maybe like more people coming to the parks for the first time would be maybe excited to ride that because it's the new ride. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's the Yeah, I would just stand in line for it. I mean, I think it's a way to cheat the system. I mean, they want you to pay extra to, to to. fast past this ride, but I don't think that the standby lines are that bad, especially as we're getting into, I mean, and and it's all relative, but the cooler times of the year in Orlando, Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. we're going in January, late January, the Mm -hmm. uh, and early February, and it's uh, mild at at those times. So, you know, you can stand outside and wait in a line. Um, And the reality is that all of this conversation, you can go to the standby line of all of these rides Mm -hmm. and it might be okay. I mean, this is just our estimation um, of how we think it's going to be. And it could turn out to be, you know, something completely different, but this hasn't been done before. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, again, and I go back to, to, you know, it's, it's, it's all personal. It all depends on you and, and who you're traveling with. You know, I, we have rode rise of the resistance. You know, we were lucky with, um, whenever there was the virtual queue. Um, so I, I probably wouldn't pay extra for that unless I was traveling with uh, people who, who had never rode it before. And then I would, of course, ride it with them. Um, or if, you know, someone is a huge like Star Wars fan who maybe, you know, has never been lucky um, or, or successful with the the, uh, the, the, the virtual yeah, yeah the thank virtual you the, yeah the virtual queue um then i could see like you know they're making their way back to the parks they definitely want to guarantee that they get on this thing so again i think it just depends on you and your situation that's right i mean this is our personal opinion but i will remind folks too that the standard rules still apply um if you want to ride something rope drop it or get in line at the end of the day mm-hmm. uh, they're going to move you through quicker at the end of the day than any right. other time 
of of the day at Disney World. So, I mean, those are definitely um, two two rules that I would point out. And since they've been doing the Rise of the Resistance standby line, it's been usually, and I know crowds are up a little bit since the start of the 50th, but um, I think it's about an hour wait. An mm-hmm. hour wait is not that long. Mm-hmm. I know we've had that conversation that I'm impatient and, and an hour late used to be like kryptonite to me. Mm-hmm. I'm getting better with it. Um, so I yeah. will stand in line for an hour. Um, yeah, I just don't. I mean, unless unless you haven't done it yet. I mean, I can if you haven't done it, I would definitely do it. But if you've been there and you've done that, mm-hmm. I would save your money on these two. Yeah. Um, now, Animal Kingdom is mm-hmm. our last one. We'll read down through the Disney Genie Plus attractions and then uh, make a uh, declaration. So Kilimanjaro Safaris Mm -hmm. is on Disney Genie Plus. Dinosaur, it's tough to be a bug. Cali River Rapids, which, I mean... Forget about that. I'm not I'm not I'm not doing that. I'm not standing in line for that. I'm not fast passing that. I'm not doing anything with that. That ride can just no. Forget about it. Feathered Friends in Flight, Navi River Journey, a celebration of the Festival of the Lion King, and the animation experience at Conservation Station. It's a no for me on Disney Genie Plus here, so I am not paying the extra $15. I will take my chances in these lines seven days a week. Dinosaur is usually no more than a 20-minute wait. Right, and even like the safari, I mean... The safari can get long. It can, but like if you hit it at the right time, I feel like that's another thing that you could rope drop or wait until later, and they're going to move you through pretty quick. We offer this all with the admission that if you're going in spring break, it might completely change your thought process on right. it. I mean, we understand that, um, you know, busy crowd days can can force you into that Disney Genie Plus And you're like, I just want to ride rides. I'm paying right. the $15 per person. I don't care. Um, and especially holiday times. Like Easter is really busy. Christmas, all that kind of stuff. Well, this is yeah. like Epcot. There's not a lot of meat on the bone there. No, you're talking about one, two rides. Two rides that have long lines. Mm-hmm. Kilimanjaro Safaris and Navi River Journey. And Navi River Journey isn't worth it, as we have talked no. about on no. the program. No, I don't think so. I mean, it's one of those rides that we we do it when we're in Pandora because it's one of two rides in that area. And it is visually beautiful. And I, you know, I feel bad, like, thinking negatively about this ride because, it, you know, it's very creative and, and all that stuff. But... It's just there's not a lot there. I mean, it's it's interesting to see once and then it's like, OK, I don't need to do that again. <laughs> so we're a no both. Uh, yeah, okay. I would say no. Yeah. yeah, I think we agree there. And then the extra cost attractions. These are the lightning lanes that mm-hmm. you're going to pay for based on time of year and crowd levels. You could pay anything from and I, at the top level. I'm not sure about. I'm just going to say ballpark nine to sixteen dollars. Okay. A person. Okay. Um, Avatar Flight of Passage, which is a great ride. Mm-hmm. Expedition Everest, which is a great ride, but I don't think has the lines. It has a pretty high height requirement for Disney World. Right. A lot of kids can't go on it. Right. And for that reason, it doesn't get busy a lot. Well, okay. That was like my 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 caveat with that. Like, I, I would wait in line. I love both of those rides so much. They're like my top like three or five most favorite rides in all of all the Disney parks. So I would wait in line for either of those. However, the caveat is, is who am I with? Because if it's with, if it's you and I there with our three kids, Carter can't ride either one of these. And so we can't obviously 
<laughs> um, go wait in line for an hour. You know what I mean? Like, what are we going to do with Carter? Or one person goes and then the other person has to go. Um, so if it's just you and me, then, you know, yeah, I would wait in line an hour for both of those. Um, but if I'm with, you know, our kids and either Claire doesn't want to ride it or Carter can't ride it, then lightning, the lightning pass could really come in handy. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, obviously it's going to vary based on your party. Right. Um, I would do lightning lane maybe at Flight of Passage. Yeah, I would. And definitely not on Expedition Everest. I would do it with Everest if Carter was along and, and that was. And he'd never done it before. Right. Or he can't get on it. Right. Right. And so like, then I would say like, okay, let's do that because then you could take Christian and go and then I could ride or whatever. Um, it all comes down to the line though. Right. I mean, so flight of passage lines over the summer have not been crazy. They usually are crazy. We stood in line for an hour for that one. We stood in line for an hour. And it but wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. No, and plus wasn't. that the cues are so engrossing and and visually appealing now mm -hmm. that one has a beautiful um queue and i would challenge anybody as they are waiting through that queue to find the hidden jafar and if you find the hidden jafar hop onto the facebook page or send us a message through apple podcasts mm -hmm. and and let us know that you have found it or, or send us yeah. a picture um because i found that on our last vacation and i don't know how widespread it is that people know that but i thought it was cool yeah um but so yeah but i i'm a I'm a potential yes on mm -hmm. Flight of Passage and a no on Everest. I'm saying yes for both, like I said, just because we're always there with our kids. And so the so, faster we can go through it, the better. So we might argue about <laughs> the individual attractions, the big ones. Uh -huh. um, you know, we should mention, too, where do we think Tron is going to go in Magic Kingdom? So you got Mine Train there now and Space Mountain. Oh, it will Does kick. Tron kick Space Mountain out? I think so. Sounds like the plan, right? I think so. I mean, I think that there is such an interest in Seven Dwarves. I mean, that is a fairly new ride. I mean, newer than Space Mountain. And that's a ride that is a family-friendly coaster that, you know, you could, as long as your kid's 38 inches, you can ride it. So, or he, he or she could ride it. And so, yeah, I think that probably Tron will kick Space Mountain yeah, off of I that list. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. And I'm in on Tron. Are you in on Tron? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I watch videos of Tron and I think, oh, that looks fun. And, but it's like, I don't know how I would feel like actually like riding on this. I think you'd be OK. Motorcycle. It just goes fast. It just goes fast. It's just like it's just like Flight of Passage, but it actually moves. Just think about it that way. Right, Does that make the, you feel better? No, it doesn't. That's oh, the problem. That's why okay. I like Flight of Passage, because it looks great, but I know I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> so we are going to continue to keep an eye on Disney Genie Plus, because, again, it is coming on the 19th, which is which is coming quick. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be tracking you know, what folks are saying down there, and we'll definitely update, update everybody in, in future episodes about you know whether our opinions change on it. But as of right now, we are in for Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios, out for Epcot and Animal Kingdom. And then we can argue about the other ones. <laughs> but uh, so that that is that's what we're saying. And we're going to wait to see how it turns out. But that is going to do it for this episode of Raised on the Dis. Have a magical day. And have a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. Tomorrow.